Welcome to Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. I'm your host, Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist and President and CEO of Paradium. My teams and I redefine success for purpose-driven families and businesses by challenging social norms and balancing family and finance to build kingdom impact and generational prosperity. I believe that there are families and businesses that have learned to give a new definition to the word success from a kingdom perspective. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 20 to 30 minutes where we take traditional thinking and turn it upside down. This is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Redefining Success. And today, we've got a very special guest, Ian Sperry, who's the owner and operator of several different Christian Brothers franchises in the Texas area, is with us today. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more. If you don't know Christian Brothers Automotive, you need to know them. And so I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more kind of about the special perspective that they take. Um, my preference, just so everyone knows, is to go to a Christian Brothers when I can on purpose. And so I'll let him tell you a little bit more about that. But Ian, thank you so much for being here. Eric, I, I appreciate it and uh, love to hear what you're doing and and love to see how God is just doing incredible things through through this podcast and through a lot of different avenues that you have going on. And so thank you for the introduction. It's humbling. Um, yeah, Christian Brothers is an organization that was started um, about 40 years ago here in the great state of Texas. Um, it is an automotive repair franchise. Mm -hmm. And it is a Christian automotive repair franchise. So um, Christian Brothers is not just on the name of the building, but it's in the soil mm. of of who we are. And so um, we are, our motto is love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, and so um, man, when uh, God called me here to Texas, it was um, I, I was in the interview process and it was, man, I can have my cake and eat it too at the same <laughs> time kind of feeling. Right. And so we have about 250 across the country at this point. Uh, my wife and I, um, we operate and own three of them here in Texas Okay. Um, one in Katy, or really it's North Katy, South Cypress, if you're familiar with the area. Um, Copperfield is what it's called. I also have one in Paraland, um, which is kind of South uh, Houston. And then I have one in Corpus Christi of all places, oh, okay, um, which is was quite a bit of ways. Um, and so it is, uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun and just rocking and rolling, serving people. Yeah. Um, before we get too far in, yeah. My first question is always the same. It's a Saturday afternoon. I've invited everybody over for a barbecue in my Louisiana crowd. I tell them it's a crawfish boil. So, you know, okay. come on in. Um, but I've invited all my friends over. My friends are my listeners. Would you introduce yourself to my friends without, but you've already told them what you do for a living, but introduce yeah. yourself to my friends if you would. Yeah. Um, so I am, um, I am married. So uh, my wife, Mikhail, and I, we have been married uh, for 11 years now. Congrats. Um, she, yes, she is my absolute best friend. Um, I have three amazing children. Caleb is six years old. Um, Mackenzie is four and Luke is two. 
And so we are uh, all hands on deck right now. We actually just started. They go to a little private school here in Texas. And so first day of school was yesterday. And then my little one, we call him Bean or Luke. His first day of school is today. And so um, it's been wild the last couple of days. So, uh, so yeah, we, uh, we've been married 11 years, three children. Um, if it wasn't talking about the business, it's really my heart's passion is is really the Lord and the move of God and what God's doing today. Yeah. Um, I really feel like, and you'll hear probably a little bit in this podcast of, I feel the new move of God of what's happening is happening to the business owner today. Mm. And God is really striking the heart of a business owner um, in a whole new way than he hasn't done in the past. And so um, you'll hear a lot about how much I love Jesus, how much I love uh, my kids. If I was to talk to your guests at your house, and then you hear a lot about, my boy right here. Uh, Drew, <laughs> Drew so I am, a, uh, I am a Cajun. I was born and raised in Louisiana. And so uh, I, uh, it still runs in my blood. I might be in God's country, but uh, I, it's in my blood. So I understand. Uh, I understand. Yeah. We talked about this beforehand. I'm a Texan who moved here. But yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It does yeah. run in your blood. That's right. Um, So you said this a little bit. My, my next question typically is like, what is your passion in life? Sure. I don't want to take that away, but you said talking about Jesus. I mean, what else is, is that it? I mean, or what? No. So I, I love, I, I love business. You know, I, I, I love, um, I mean, I love what, what God can do with the heart of a businessman that, that has his hands open and not closed, mm. And, mm. Um, how he can truly um, really just move in a, in a, in a new way. And so I, I, I love business. I love, um, I love building leaders, you know, as our businesses have grown. So we have about, I think current count on our employees is about 47 employees right now. Okay. And so as our businesses has, have grown, I've had to switch from being, um, and I'm sure you're, you're aware that you, you've been through this as well. Like you have to switch from being the hands-on day-to-day guy to being, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm lead. Yeah. I have to lead you guys now and you guys have got to put the work in. Right. And so I have turned, uh, I love leading people in, in intentionally pouring into their lives. And so we have a leadership development program within our organization that I personally still teach. Wow. And so we have a general manager with multiple managers underneath him. And uh, every single week we are, we're learning and growing, not only so that we can be, you know, we can have um, a, a better um, business or a better return. Right. But it's also in their own individual lives. Like I'm a big component of, yes, we have goals for the business, but also, man, we got vision for their lives as mm -hmm. well. They're too different for me. Goals for business and vision for lives are different. And so we're hitting when it comes to leadership, man, we're hitting, I want them to be a better husband, a better father, yeah. um, a better servant to Christ, um, a, a better neighbor. Right. Um, as much as I want them to be a better employee and to make a better return on investment or to make a better um, yeah. deal. So, you know, that's, that's extremely important to me. Um, passionate about my church, man. I love, I'm, I'm, I love my church. Um, I love seeing what God's doing here in Katy, Texas. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's, I think that answer, I mean, I love, <laughs> yeah, I love, I love what God's doing, but I love a lot. I love business. I love, I love building leaders um, and I love my church. So tell me this. So, I mean, if we look at this, I mean, if ever somebody was kind of talked to you and said, man, man, Ian's got it all together. I mean, things mm. are just going really, really well. I imagine there's some bumps and bruises along the sure. way. 
especially along the way of you getting to Katie. Tell us, tell us a few of those stories and kind of what you learned, especially along the idea of kind of redefining success. Yeah. Um, so success to me is not so much, um, oh, the biblical view of success to me is not so much um, the, the, the money or the, or the car or the house, like, like the world sees it. Right. I'm okay. Honestly, I'm okay with the money, the car and the house too. Like I don't have an issue with it. I just don't like when the money car and the house have you versus, yeah. versus the other way. Um, but success to me is defined, I think by fruit. Um, and so what kind of fruit you're seeing in someone's life. And I think that's a biblical picture of it as well. Like, um, Hey, if, if, if there's fruit of, of love, joy, peace, patience, all mm -hmm. these things in, in my life and in uh, even bigger, Eric, to me is in the lives of my employees, mm -hmm. right? That yeah. means to me that I'm making a big, bigger difference than just in me. I can have joy, love and peace, but how are my employees, right? Yeah. Um, that to me is success. And I think you get the other things by investing your time and being intentional in those things. And so, um, I was, so I was a little backtrack behind for me. I, I, I grew up in Mandeville Covington. Like I said before, I got into oil and gas at a very young age. Um, did that rose pretty quickly uh, by the age of, of 26, 27. I was um, a sales manager for a pretty, pretty decent sized uh, oil and gas company in, in Louisiana there. And um, I felt the calling to, to own my own business. And um and through a, a few different ways, uh, my brother-in-law actually introduced me to Christian Brothers, and um, and we, it's so funny, we have a plan and then God's got a plan, right? Yeah. And so we had a plan that we were going to open up this Christian Brothers locally, and it would be um, kind of the, the perfect story of a locally born and raised guy, starts this local business and everybody from the local town just uses this guy right a mayberry story right like i got the local automotive shop right and so we're going through this process of, of being approved we were approved uh i was the youngest to god's glory i was the youngest franchisee to ever be approved uh, at, at christian brothers wow and so we were getting ready to enter that business and and really just something i won't go into a ton of the details but but something happened to where we could no longer move forward with entering in that business and so I, I, Eric, I was, um, to say I was afraid or nervous or scared. I had a young, think about it. I had a, I had a newborn child. Mm. Um, the money I'm young, the money that I had to invest in the business was in my home. And so we had to sell our house and I have another baby on the way and, and talking kind of how God has a different plan. Um, so the, the individual that was in charge of the franchising at the time, he calls me and says, Hey, look, I'm going to give you a list of different locations, whichever one you want to go to, we're, we're supporting it, right? Pray about them. So we pray about them and God literally almost, I mean, like in our spirits, like, nope, not this location, not Florida, not Alabama, not, not any of these spots. Um, and so we went back to the list with this guy's name was Josh and said, Josh, there's nothing for us here. Like we're not going anywhere of these places. And this is really when faith has to be activated. You know, we don't, we don't always understand um, what the word living by faith means until you hit situations like this. It's yeah. like, you know, I didn't know what to do at this point. And this is when my faith came in strong. I'm like, I have a young child, one mm -hmm. on the way. 
I had just put my two week job, two week notice in for a very well paying job in Louisiana, <laughs> and I, I have nothing at this point. And yeah. so, um, long story short, um, the individual calls me back and was like, "Hey, there might be something here in Texas. Uh, it isn't official yet. We don't know if the guy's actually going to sell, but would you be interested in in North Katy South South Cyprus? It's called Copperfield." And I was like, "Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean." I, let me pray about it. So we prayed about it. And we felt really good about it. Well, my personality, Eric, is I'm a bulldog. And so if God sits like an apple, that's why God doesn't show me a lot up front because he knows I'd like run and go get it. But I have to live by faith because if I didn't, I would be knocking over every door to try to get to what he has for me <laughs> instead of the little nuggets that he normally drops. And so the individual calls me and says, hey, look, we're going to go after this, but it's going to be six months. So do not call me for six months. And I'm like, Josh, what do I do for six months? Right? Wow. I got my own family. And he's like, go ask for your job back. And so um, I was in the process of eating crow, going to ask my job back. He calls me three days later and says, hey, I need to know by seven o'clock or by eight o'clock in the morning, seven or eight o'clock, if you're going to do this or not. Because if we sign the paperwork now, um, it's going to be a lot smoother for you. And you, it was just a lot of complication in the deal. And so I called, I have now granted, Eric, I'm not, for all the listeners out there, I'm not saying this was the best idea. This is probably my immaturity <laughs> and naiveness as much as anything, but I signed this paperwork and got this place sight unseen, the first Christian brothers. I had, no, I called my wife and I said, babe, what do we do? And she said, what is God calling us to do? I said, I think he's calling us to move to Texas. And he, she said, all right, I'm in, I'm in, wow. we're going to do it. So I wow. called them back and I said, let's do the deal. Send over the paperwork. We sent over the paperwork. We signed it. I had 30 days of training. I have, again, I have no automotive background. I can't, <laughs> I still don't know how to do my own tires or my, or my oil. I, I just love people. And I, yeah. and so, and so I, I, we, I had to do 30 days of training or I had to do three months of training in 30 days. And um, while my wife is nine months pregnant and moving a house, we sold our house in 11 days, put the down payment on the business I walk in, I'm making pennies on the dollar to compared what compared to what I was making in Louisiana. And it was just, un, I was just, it was nuts. It was just, it was, it was crazy, but it was God, Eric. And so yeah. I know you can attest to this too in your own life. Like when it's God, it's God. It doesn't Absolutely. have to make sense. It's God. Yeah. And so um, that's the only way people are like, how'd you get over here? God. Like it is literally, <laughs> I had this plan. God had this destination for me. And um, he made the right call, and I'm glad I listened. It's 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 um, it's been awesome. So, what is um, when people hear that story? I mean, I understand you say it's God. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what was kind of where? At which point did your wife ever look at you and be like, "Are you crazy?" Oh yeah. Oh, dude. Like it was again, and I don't want to like I don't want to sound whatever, but like pennies on the dollar. Right. Like I, I, I'm talking like I'm starting my own business here. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm 28 years old. And, and it was, there was multiple times to where it was like, Hey, what are we, what are we doing here? Right. Mm. You got to go back to his promises. Right. And you got to go back to what his word says. And, it, yeah. and, 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 and he says, you know, um, I was once old, and now, or I was once young, now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread, mm, right? Yeah. Um, 
trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on my own understanding and all my ways acknowledge him and he's going to direct my path. Yeah. yeah. Right? Peace beyond understanding or peace, um, peace that, that transcends all understanding. We got the problem with, or the good thing about that, or the thing about that saying is it sounds good, but we got to be okay with not understanding in order to have the peace, <laughs> right? right? Peace that surpasses all understanding. I got to be okay with not understanding to enjoy that peace. Absolutely. And so there was multiple times where my wife and I would literally in our beds, tears in our eyes going, Lord, we just trust you. Mm. Like we believe that you called us here. And we believe that if we're sowing these seeds of faith, if we're being intentional, if we're, if we're, um, if we are living on purpose that the harvest that you have for us is, is there. Mm. We just, there's a different, when you sow the seed and when the harvest comes there's a big old pause. And so, and so that was the pause um, is the hard part, but that's what we were in. And so, but the way we got through it, Eric, to answer your question is we really, we relied on his word and mm. his word didn't change. And so because his word didn't change, we didn't change. Yeah. And, um, and so we stuck with it and um, the harvest did come. So I, I'm sure you've got a story because I want to hear it. Um, yeah. Is there in a moment like that, especially if you're pennies on the dollar, you have to have a couple of manna stories, like where God just shows up just at exactly the right moment for the exactly what you need, but the minute before you had no idea how it was going to happen. Oh man, there is. Um, yeah, there is. There's quite a few manna stories. Um, let me think of. I remember when I first started. So the business that we took over. Um, when we, when we bought it, it was doing about $1.3 million in revenue, um, and gross revenue, but which for a lot of people, that's like, oh, that's a really successful business. Right. But yep. people, when they don't own a business or you're just in a business, you don't understand the back end of it. it's like, Hey, overhead was out the, out the whack. Profitability was nothing yep. just because we're a Christian business. Doesn't mean we're a for-profit business. <laughs> I mean, a, 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 a charity either. Right. Like right, we're a right. profit business. And so I remember, uh, the first day that I'm there, uh, usually the first or second day, there is, when I mean there's zero cars, I mean, we have zero cars to work on. And um, it's so funny, man. I, I haven't thought of this story in a long time. Um, and I'm literally pacing the bays, praying. And my technicians, some of them are believers that work for me, others are not. And they think I'm, you know, <laughs> some of them think I'm a little crazy, but I'm walking the days and I'm praying and I'm saying, God, you've got to provide this, right? Yeah. Um, and so the interesting part about the word manna is um, it's a Hebrew word that basically means what is that, right? Right. So, so manna is, was actually like a seed that they would grind up and it would turn it into like a bread, right? But at first they called it manna because they're like, what the heck is that, yeah. right? And so my mana story is this lady came up, it was a first car and, um, and she had no money. Okay. And, and it was, it, it, the car was in bad shape and her story, like, it was just, it was, it was her, she had just lost her husband. It was just the craziest story. Right. And, uh, and so we, um, one of the first things we did was I was just like, God, he, she has nothing, right? Like she has nothing to give. Um, but we did have something to give. And so we ended up, the first car we took in basically was this, this car that was just in a mess. And we ended up doing that car for free. And so we ended up like sewing into that and going, Hey, 
we're going to, we're going to sow this seed into, I'm a big, the Bible's all about sowing and reaping. Yep, and so absolutely. We sowed this seed into this woman's life and said, Hey, look, we're going to, we're going to help you in this situation. We're going to help you get back on your feet when we didn't have the money to do it. Um, and then um, almost directly after that, um, very shortly after that, we we started, we landed a very large uh, commercial account for us that has since gone out of business years later, but but for us was huge back then. And so um, he really, I mean, it was, it was shortly after that, we really started picking up some momentum and um, but there was that manna moment and that seed moment kind of at the same time. My manna looked this way, right? Um, what is that, right? God, what can I do with that, right? Um, but he told me to sow it, and in return, I was going to reap it. And so that was that was one of them, man. That was a manna moment for us. Another one was, you know, just t- bills were tight. I mean, it was it was yep. tight. Right? We, we invested all this money in into um, into the business and. Um, but we, I'm a big believer um, in 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 giving when you feel like it's mm-hmm. it's um, when times are tight. I or I'll even give another example. Even recently, you know, there's this negative mindset going around right now about this recession that we're going into, and 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 I, I got you know for everyone listening, God is above a recession. God is above a job, right? But for us, I, I was going, hey, is, is, the, is the rug going to be pulled out from underneath? Like we're, our businesses are booming, glory to God. I mean, like we are growing and it is growing at a rapid pace. But there was this hit of like, what if something happens? And I remember going back to what I did when we had very little. I, I began to give to someone else's need at that time. And so we literally, my wife and I came together and said, hey, we need to pick some people out or some things going on and we need to financially so into them yeah. because I believe um, that when we're, we're taking the money or the, the idea off of money and the idea or the, the pressure off of us and we put it on God and go, God, I'm going to believe and I'm going to give and I'm going to bless others in the process, right? Um, I'm telling you, Eric, as soon as we begin to do that, um, it just, it, it began to, that, that, that weight and that fear begin to fall off. Mm. Um, it was freeing. That, that was a, that was a that was a, a week ago scenario for us. So it wasn't like this was the manna moment, you know, when I had nothing. This was when, hey, things are going good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 but um it still it still hits us. Fear fear is no um it, it doesn't it doesn't play with someone that's got money or doesn't have money. It's the same for all it's it's yeah. it's the same, right? And so yeah. um so yeah, that's a couple. Yeah, I mean, we've had we've had a bunch of manna moments, man. But God has always been faithful to His word. I got to go back to that. If His word says it, He's gonna it's gonna it's gonna happen. the The difference for me, Eric, and the, I think the reason a lot of people don't see it come to pass is because you got to have faith mixed with patience. You got to have <laughs> that patience part of it, right? And that's the part that I've learned is when we pull ourselves out of the race early right? We don't see that harvest sometimes because we're pulling ourselves out. And so the patience part is, is, is probably the hardest part to learn. That's interesting. You say that I was having a conversation with a group of guys today and we were talking a little bit about that, about the fact that, um, you know, if God's promised something, if you've got something that you know is going to come because it hasn't happened yet, doesn't mean the promise is gone. So it's better to take a step back and go, what have I missed? What have I not seen? What am I not being obedient to? What's wrong right. in the timing, right? I mean, right. 
that's the that's the thing that often so many times we short circuit God's ability to actually work. That's that's and it's it's and you you nailed it right. And so there's big I Christian I love Christian brothers I love but I mean it, I I'm so passionate about the brand. But I've got I'm thirty I'm thirty three years old and so I've got you know I've got big dreams and big but that and I believe God's promised me things in the future. But it is it's staying like you said it's staying in the game long enough to allow that to work to where it comes to pass. And I think a lot of times, um, hey, Ian, why didn't, why didn't this business work out? I talk to business owners that have failed. And first off, if you're a business owner that's failed, it's okay. Get back up and go again, yep. no, that's right? Yep. That God is not, God's a God of another chance, not a second chance. And I believe that's the same with business as well. Yep. Um, but a lot of times they failed because they weren't, they weren't in it long enough. They, they, they gave up a little too soon. They weren't patient enough in the process. And, and so um, I think we're looking to God to do a lot of things, or we're looking at the enemy screaming at him saying he's doing a lot of things. When in reality, the thumb should be pointing right back at us and going, Hey, we're, we're the problem one way or the other. Um, God's promises are true. And the enemy does three things, steal, kill, and destroy. That's what they do. His promises are true, steal, kill, and destroy. Everything else in the middle, it's kind of on us, right? It just <laughs> right. is. And that's hard to hear, and it stings. But once you once you receive it and go, okay, I'm going to pull my bootstraps up and get it and wait and be patient, yeah. uh, God's promise always comes through. Oh, I love that. Hey, I want I want you to talk a little bit about, you said this in the beginning. What are you seeing going on? You said you're loving what God's doing and striking on the heart of the business owner. What are you oh, seeing God. right now that's really kind of got you passionate in that area? Um, so we are, we're seeing, especially in our church, the, we're, God gave me a picture of a cookie, um, and a, a chocolate chip cookie. And, um, this is, this was a couple weeks ago, or I mean, I'm sorry, a couple years ago. And, um, the cookie, when you opened it up, you couldn't tell the difference between the dough and the chocolate. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like the Holy spirit and the Lord was saying, Hey, look, um, this is what I'm going to be doing to the heart of the business owner in this next stage is you're not going to be able to tell the difference between a business owner and a, a man on fire for God. And, and they're going to be so blended, right, that you're not going to be able to tell the difference. And so when the business owner walks in the room, it's me walking in the room. When a business owner opens his mouth, it's me. It's mm -hmm. I'm speaking through him, right? Yeah. When a business owner or even anybody, when they lay their hands on the kids to pray, it's me moving through them to, to, to lay hands on their kids. Um and so I see that happening, this blended. So I, especially here in, in Texas, there is this, I have a church, I call it the khaki wearing Christians. And there's nothing wrong with khaki wearing Christians, right? Um, my wife think I'd be wearing a polo and khakis every day if it wasn't for my wife making me, I'm 33, but I, they say I have the, the mind and heart of a 60 year old and, and, the, and the style of a 60 year old. And so um but I call it the khaki wearing Christian to where their, their Christian life is here. Their work life is here. Their business life is here. Their family life is here. Right. And, and they're all completely compartmentalized. Yep. And, and, and so what I see doing and happening is that is merging. And all of a sudden we're realizing that God, God is all about alignment. And, and so he is aligning the business owner to where, family, business, investing, his personal walk with the Lord, all of these things are blended and it's all under the covering and the umbrella of Christ. 
Yeah. And and once that begins to happen, um, you want to see the enemy shake in his boots. You get a on fire guy that loves Jesus or girl that loves Jesus that owns a business and says, I'm going to do this all for the glory of God. Yep. It, I mean, I'm telling you, it, it moves mountains. And so that's what I, I see it happening big time over here in Texas. I also heard about it. I'm, I'm pretty, I was in the church world pretty good for a long time. And so I hear it through other avenues as well from churches going, Hey, there is a rise in young um, and mm. old entrepreneurs and business owners that are going, Hey, we're, we're, this is all, this is my life and I'm going to be intentional with all of it. And I'm going to give it all to God and watch what he does with hands wide or hands open. So, well, I mean, you talk about the, again, the name of the show is redefining success. Yep. I think the old model of success and idea is that you compartmentalize everything. Yep. And that's not God's model and God's model. Yep. Everything is integrated. I mean, my favorite, my life versus Matthew six thirty three. seek for his first, his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be that's added right. to you. So everything's connected. It's, it's, that is, that's one of mine as well. So Job 2310, once I have refined you, you will come forth as pure gold. That is, that is, Hey, we are in a refining process with the Lord, but that's my other one. Hey, if I seek his kingdom, yeah, that means my family, that means my business, yes. that means my friends, that means my relationships, everything, his promise is everything else is going to be added. But the only way we can do that is if we do it with intention Yep. And if we is and if we do it in 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 order. And so when we begin to separate and spread, that's when we begin to get in trouble. And mm. uh isolation is one of the enemy's biggest tools to get you off your tracks. Absolutely. And how does he isolate us? He isolates us. A lot of people think it's it's these big things, but he isolates us in our everyday life. Mm. And, and he isolates us in, in different compartments within our own world. And so because he knows if one of those things falls, man, we don't have a lot else carrying us. And so, uh, yeah, I agree 100 percent, man. I'm going to seek his kingdom first and and everything else it really will be added. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's amazing, like you're just saying. I mean, the integration makes all the difference. Is the it point. does. It really does, man. It's, 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 it's the cat. I think it's so I have a business. I, I, I believe once you get to a certain um you know, uh, I have a business coach and, and, a, and a marriage coach as well. And uh, it is it is integration and intention. Mm. I, you've got to be intentional and you've got to integrate it. And so you can have order. And once you have order and you have intention, things begin to move. Absolutely. And, and look, the things that you were talking about or the things that we said, hey, it's not bad to have all those other things. Those things, honestly, and you can attest to this with your business. Those things come. They just yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, they just come, and it, so it's really doing it God's way is the easy way. <laughs> right. I, everyone's like it's it's backwards. And it's like no. If you if you follow the plan, follow the principle, be intentional, be in alignment. Right. Um, it's gonna work. Well, it I'm gonna give be. you a little bit of a preview, just so I mean, because you talked about this. The world's plan is full of one of two things. The world's plan will either put you on a path of fear or greed. One of the two. That's you right. choose, that's and right. that's the world's plan. That's right. God's plan starts with peace. That's right. So you That's choose. Right. I mean, which one's easier, fear and greed or peace? You choose, right? You're, you're, and again, the we, and I'm sure your listeners, and we get in this, the TV, we, we <laughs> it's just bombarded with this, right? And it completely contradicts the word. And so um, it is living in that peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding, the Jehovah Shalom peace that 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 rest in my father's arm peace, mm. right? 
no matter what is going on around us, hmm. um, resting in that peace, knowing that he is on the throne and I am a son or I am a daughter of the most high, right? Like resting in that peace, that is the the only way to truly live, um, I feel, a, a filled and a, uh, a joy-filled life. And, and the other, the fear and the greed, it's fun for a season. And I'm sure like I've been in it too. When I started making a little money, man, it was like, man, this is cool, right? This is, this is cool. It, it, it fades so quickly. It fades so, so quickly. And, and so um, it is, it is, those are dangerous areas to play in. And I just want to stay in peace. I really yeah. do, man. Yeah. That is, that is one of my wife and I's key things is, is our home, is our businesses, are they full of peace? Mm, that's good. If they are, um, we're in the, we're in the right track. We're on the right, we're on the right track. And you and I have had an incredible conversation. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you wanted to get a chance to share with the audience? No, man, I just, I'm, I'm honestly, when I, for everyone, I'm excited. This, this politics and craziness and recession and all this, what God is doing, um, it's it, it's real and it's happening, right? It's it's He's moving on His He's moving on His people and and um, and He's realigning and He's shifting and it's 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 cool to see. And so I'm just, I mean, I'm I'm honored to be on this with you guys to be able to to share just a little bit of of my story and um, to just share a little bit of of what God's done in my life and how He's moving. Uh -huh. So. It's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. Hey, if anyone listening wanted to follow the things you're doing or get in touch with you or just kind of stay up to date, even with what's going on with the Christian brothers, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. Um, so we have some social media, um, my, my, my Facebook page. Um, it's, it's just under my name, Ian Sperry, but we also have a podcast coming out as well. Um, it's called the, the kingdom, uh, flow podcast, oh, igniting, awesome. Uh, the, the, the tagline, now you got to have taglines in podcasts, but it's igniting, um, igniting the next wave of, of, of God. And so mm. uh, we are, we're, we, that's, we're starting that here very shortly. Uh, we love Eric. I love to have you on the podcast. I'm coming. Give me an invitation. Uh, Come on. Man, Come on. I love it. We, yeah. I'd love to have you on the podcast to, to further this discussion, but uh, yeah, that's where you can see us at. Okay. Fantastic. Well, so we've reached the end of the show. It's time for my final question. Always the oh, same. Good. Okay. Ian, in three generations, what do you hope your great-grandchildren remember about you? Man. Um, that Ian, a few things. That Ian loved the Lord, mm -hmm. truly had a passion for the Lord. That Ian loved great-grandma with, with beyond a shadow of a doubt. And that Ian was a launching pad for people's destinies. Mm. And so um, I want to be a launching pad for people's, for God's destiny on people's lives. And if I can do that, um, however God or decides to use me in that, that would, that would be awesome. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Ian, thank you for being with us today. It's been a fantastic Absolutely. interview. It's been so Eric, good. I loved it, man. Blessings to you. Blessings to the team. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be with you again for another episode of Redefining Success. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Have a fantastic day.
Eric L. Gunnivet here. Thank you so much for joining us for Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. If you're a business owner or a family who is actively redefining success or have thoughts on kingdom impact or generational prosperity, and you would like to be a guest on the show, then I invite you to apply. Visit www.ericldunavant.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share that either through text or social media. Take a screenshot of the show and share that and share what you learned. If you know anyone that should be a guest on our show, we would also love for you to connect us to them. The best way to do that is to use hashtag redefining success. I love to read your thoughts and shares on social media. And we also are honored just to get any recommendations of people that you think we should be interviewing on the show. We are constantly adding new content, adding new podcasts. So first and foremost, I'm going to recommend that you subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Also, you, all of your likes, your reviews, your shares, all of that makes a big difference to the show. So if you'll include those when you can, we definitely appreciate it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, visit www.ericl360.com and all of my connections to social and other ways to get in touch with me are there. This is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist, signing off. Until next time.